0: Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is this not about freedom, freedom or personal number choice. Number one, bullshit guy. He do the wee-woo-wee-woo. And the average, everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people.
1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast, another adventure uh, here on the show that aims to arm you with truth and inspire you to take action so that we can reclaim our republic Uh, which is under greater attack every single day Uh, so in the spirit of what I just said uh, Jenna Griswold, the uh, absolute traitor who is the secretary of state here in Colorado uh, we've reported in the past and and, uh, had a number of people on to speak about it, about her persecution of Tina Peters, the clerk in uh, Mesa County who made uh, copies of uh, or actually uh, had an employee of hers uh, make copies of of data, which has resulted in her uh, being charged with a number of felonies, and uh, attacked in at a level that we should be disgusted with and shocked at, uh, given she was doing her job uh, and doing so in order to maintain accountability uh, in the election system here in this country uh, regarding the absolute malfeasance and fraud that occurred uh, in 2020, and uh, you know. We, she is con- furthering this same exact attack now with another clerk uh, in Elbert County today at I believe it's three o'clock Mountain Time. There is a hearing. Uh, I don't believe that General Griswold will actually be there in person. I somewhat doubt it, but she is doing the exact same thing this time to another clerk, uh, Dallas Schroeder, uh, and Elbert County is this is like Trump country. Uh, so she's she's going after uh, a clerk for. Just the same reason, claiming that uh, you know it is inappropriate to have this infor- information audited. Uh, there's been a number of absolutely disgusting, um, you know, justifications that have been given for this. Uh, and to talk about it, we have uh, a guest on today who we've had on a number of times before. Uh, he, this man, is a, an, a patriot. Uh, we we were having a little bit of trouble getting his audio to work but we think we've got it figured out so we have colonel uh, sean smith Uh, you have seen the u.s election integrity uh, plan the colorado canvassing report um, and we've had him on several times to talk about it as well i will uh, allow him to introduce himself and give you a little bit more of his background as he'll do it better justice than i will Uh, but he is a brilliant. He's a patriot. He's uh, someone I I care for deeply and I respect. And he, in much the same way, has been vilified in the media by uh, a number of these Antifa journalists and radical leftist uh, politicians. Most recently, I believe it was for uh, misquoting him, uh, you know, claiming that he was calling for violence. Uh, But without any further ado, I'm going to bring Sean Smith on. Uh, Sean, can you hear us? I can. Morning. Good morning, Sean. Welcome back. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I know you are you are deep in uh, what you're in Corn Country right now.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Western Nebraska on my way back to Colorado. It's a fantastic trip. I wanna, I just wanna say something about Nebraska. So we came up to talk about election integrity, and uh, I got to talk to a lot of people here, and I want to point something out that would never happen in the capital city of the state or in the capital of the United States. Every single person who talked to me talked to me about their concerns about the country. Even though there are a lot of farmers up here that are hurting because of the inflationary pressure, because of the increasing cost, the supply chain issues, that have in some cases doubled or more than doubled their input cost, making it almost impossible for them to uh, uh, even survive, let alone to make a profit while they feed the country. Not one person talks about their problems
1: well it's uh, every one of
0: them just wanted to talk about the country
1: that's awesome I've had the actually the same experience in a number of states uh, you know being uh, being with Joe now for the last year and a half I mean we've been to I mean probably 30 states uh, multiple times yeah at this point and you go to some areas and the the attitude the mindset of these people is is just so uh, radically different uh, particularly opposed to, you know, places like here in Denver and, you know, some of these big democratic cities where, uh, you know, they their mindset is not, uh, what is the state of our country, you know, how do, how do we fix what's going on in our nation? It's all about, you know, me, 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 when am I getting my refund check, my stimulus yep. check?
0: Yeah, I think if Kennedy was alive today, he'd be a Republican, If they should sure- tell hell look to have them
1: in the Democrat party with the attitude that people should ask what they can do for their country? Yeah, that is a, that is a quality and a uh, and a question that I think everyone needs to ask themselves every day right now, and especially I mean especially many who who haven't really gotten in this fight, but even on our side, I, I think there are so many who should ask themselves that honestly. Um, you know, I know there are people like you that we're we're very fortunate to have on our side who who are doing that hard work every day. But um, you know, I talked a lot about. In the last couple of weeks, um, you know, making sure that people are activated and not just, um, you know, not just awake. And I think that's a big missing component because we do so far outnumber these, you know, these pieces of trash who are trying to steal everything from us and who have continued to lie and tell us that we are the minority and that our our concerns about the election or about the direction of our country are are invalid or uh, or unwarranted. So uh, I thank you. For being one of those people, and uh, Sean, can you still hear us? Yep, I'm back. Okay,
0: Stopped out for a second there.
1: No, no problem. Um,
0: what? That's so that's not a lot of call for really good cellular service out here. It's mostly cows.
1: Uh yeah, that's all right. Uh, it's that's a uh, I think God's country too, though. So we'll we'll give we'll give it a pass. But uh, w- so now we have this this new uh, trial that's going on today with Dallas Schroeder out in Elbert County. And I mean, we've, uh, as I mentioned before, you know, we brought you on, we have a number of episodes where we've talked about what's going on with Tina Peters. We've had Tina Peters interviewed on the show and the persecution that she has been subjected to because of doing her job, simply following the law and upholding the uh, responsibilities that she has as clerk. And, you know, given the concerns that we do have about the election and the the unbelievable, uh, you know, irregularities that we see in all of the Mesa reports and other information, now it looks like we're seeing exactly the same thing. And the case against Dallas Schroeder seems like it's even less, uh, it it has less veracity than Tina's, uh, than Tina Peters does. Yeah, it's, uh,
0: so, so... The words that keep coming back to me are out of the Declaration of Independence. The words, uh, you know, which pursue invariably the same object. So, uh, in in Mesa County, Secretary of State, really, and the Attorney General Department of Justice, really, have gone after Clerk Peters with every tool they've got. I mean, they're you know trying to interfere in her custodial relationship with her her husband. Trying to you know go after her from a tax perspective. I'm sure they're trying to figure it out there's some way they can condemn her house. Right? They uh, they actually had a warrant for her arrest at a cafe because they thought that she had her iPad on in a hearing that was literally being broadcast over the internet. I mean, just just you know one thing after another in this case in in Elbert. So so in the course of the lawsuit, Hanks versus Griswold. Between the two county clerks and the three county commissioners from four different Colorado counties. In the course of that lawsuit, uh, Clerk Schroeder in Elbert County acknowledged for the first time in documentation to the Secretary of State, because he had no obligation to say anything to her before about it, that he had made backups of the hard drives of his voting system. Uh, And he uses Dominion, they use Dominion voting systems there in Elbert just like they did in Mesa almost smaller version. So he acknowledged in this affidavit in the Hanks Griswold case, and in response to um, some of Secretary uh, uh, of State Griswold's orders to him, kind of demands for information, he acknowledged that he had made these backups in order to preserve his election records because he's obligated to under federal and state law. And uh, boy, it's like, so it's like somebody poured fire in ants into Secretary of State Roosevelt's underwear. I mean, she is, just, she is just after him. She has sent orders repeatedly with, you know, unreasonable di- timelines. She's asserted that he hasn't responded what he has. Um, now she is suing him using tax dollars and the attorney general. She's suing clerk uh, Schroeder. Uh, trying to compel him to turn over both of those backup copies. So he made one backup copy and they made, made a copy of it, of the hard drive images. And Kirk uh, and he, he, Schroeder offered to provide her each of those copies in turn. In other words, he would let her have one so she could verify it and then get that back. And then he would let her have the other so she could verify it or so her technical team could do it or whoever she hired. And she refused. The Secretary of State refused, the Attorney General refused. They don't want to have access to the data to verify that there's no security breach, which is what they claim. They want to get the copies of the data so that nobody else has a copy of the data. So her, her motivations and her intentions are made really clear by her activities. So this is what this lawsuit is about. She has sued uh, Clerk Schroeder to try to compel him to... Uh, give her what she's not entitled to, and the reason that she doesn't want to do it is because uh, these are because she, of the way that she conducts the trusted bill, where she does a modification of the voting system that erases all the prior records. These records that he has on the, as the backup images are the only record left of the election record that he is required by law to preserve for twenty-two months federal and twenty-five months uh, state. So um, it's really an interesting, I mean, it's an interesting dynamic where the Secretary of State is trying to get him basically to violate the law, and she's using tax dollars and the Attorney General to do it.
1: And this is exactly the same kind of tactics that. I mean, I'm, I'm from Michigan, and the Secretary of State there uh, in Michigan is doing the exact same thing to several clerks, and she is essentially requiring them to violate the law has violated the law multiple times in doing so, threatened them with uh, with imprisonment, uh, basically for not bowing to her whims. Uh, and these are people who have literally done nothing but follow the law and follow their obligations uh, as the clerk in order to maintain those records. And, I mean, it, it blows me away that these people can go, as, and with a straight face, uh, you know, when speaking about, like, SB 22153, very uh you know in in uh accurately named the election security act where they they called it that this is about election security (laughs) i mean it's it's unbelievable i'm going to put up on screen real quick uh for those of you who don't remember that this didn't just pop out of nowhere i know many of you you in colorado have been following uh, this fairly closely but uh, i remember the day that uh jenner griswold put out this uh put out this press release back in june of 2021 and it's, it says Colorado Secretary of State's office adopts emergency ruling for voting systems, and essentially what it did is it prohibits third parties from accessing any voter equipment and uh, you know prohibits them from effectively auditing any of the votes. And it, uh, it it mentions that Colorado already has administrators that are using risk-limiting audits, which we know are absolutely fraudulent and only meant to uh, to give the illusion that they're actually. Uh, auditing this with any level of confidence, uh, but essentially what they did is they said no one but the clerk's office and the Secretary of State, uh, you know, and and uh, you know people acting at their behest can actually edit the results of the election. Uh, there there can be no th- third-party outside oh. interference, and they specifically named the Maricopa audit and the cyber ninjas uh, involvement, claiming that you know third parties are are basically a problem and that they're. They're not to be trusted, and the only ones who can be trusted are these same uh, people in power who have been instrumental in perpetrating this fraud.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. It's, it's that uh, public officials uh, not only deserve trust, but they are entitled to your trust. In fact, they demand your trust, and anybody who doesn't trust them or even expresses doubt becomes an enemy of the state. Right, which they'll then use their left wing lawfare organizations to come after and to smear and defame you. It's pretty it's pretty shocking unless you uh unless you've been paying attention. If you've been paying attention, it's not surprising at all because they don't have any guardrails, they don't have any uh, moral boundaries. They basically pursue power and they will use every tool and every avenue at their disposal, including public dollars, to pursue power. There's nothing that stops them other than uh, you know legal recourse if you get somebody to do their job in a court uh, or a response responsible power. Uh, unfortunately, I mean that's that's an unfortunate long-term prognosis if people will not surrender uh, illicit power and if they won't respect the law. I mean, I, I hope it never comes to that, but that's what we keep seeing, right? That's the pattern in history. So, Jocelyn Benson just from exactly the same school as jenna griswold exactly the same school as katie hobbs and it's the school of uh totalitarian marxist leftist power yeah what's amazing to me is actually that we we don't have so there's a there's a district attorney there that's responsible for both douglas and elbert counties and he's actually running for secretary of state as a republican And what's amazing to me is that that he has interceded and become a party in the case on behalf of Clerk Schroeder to defend and protect Clerk Schroeder's discharge of his duties to preserve those election records. If he was upholding the Constitution, both the U.S. and the the state, and if he was upholding Colorado state law, he would be uh, stepping into that case on behalf of clerk Schroeder and again the Secretary of State in a General. so so that's why when, when people talk about what they're gonna do when they're in office but they're already in it in office I, I just look at their behavior and it makes me think of uh, I think it was Churchill who said uh, I no longer listen to people's words I just watch their behavior their behavior never lies
1: yeah absolutely that's a that's a a very poignant quote, actually. Um, and, you know, now that... And actually, uh, it's interesting. I didn't know about that uh, About that individual. Who is the, the individual running for Secretary of State there in Elbert County? It's uh,
0: Kellner. Uh, uh, not, uh, not Secretary of State. He's running for Attorney General. He's currently oh, District Attorney for the Judicial District that covers both Douglas and Elbert Counties. So that court case that's happening today, that he has a hearing today, that's within his jurisdiction. Clerk Schroeder is doing his duty within that that district attorney's jurisdiction. And uh, and he's just stayed hands off. I know for a fact that uh, a USCIP member has taken a copy of the Mace of reports to him. And he's taken no action whatsoever. And here is this case happening right under his nose where the Secretary of State and Attorney General are trying to force the uh, county clerk in Elbert County to violate state and federal law, and that district attorney Kellner isn't doing anything. Instead, he's campaigning about what he's going to do when he gets in office.
1: Uh, you know, the uh, the last year, but especially now that it's been a little bit of time, uh, now that we've gone through all of 2021, and now we're into this year, and we've seen What's happened with Tina Peters? We're seeing this continued. the The term, you know, uh, nest of vipers, like constantly comes into yeah. my mind because, and and I think it's it's important that people understand that because, Elbert County, Douglas County, those are not blue counties, uh, like not by a long shot. El- Elbert County in particular, I mean, they have signs up every you know third building that say Trump Country. It's extremely extremely conservative, so. I uh, I understand that that people sometimes want to give up their little areas and say oh, I'll just move to another place, but there's I don't really think there's anywhere to go. Uh, you know, just by giving up territory, it doesn't mean that you're going to be safe there, uh, and even for a short period of time. These are people in extremely red counties. Why would Kellner not be not be acting on that, especially given that in Dallas's case they don't even have the the supposed technicality that they use to weaponize everything against Tina Peters because the entire issue with her, and especially that was publicized, was the fact that she supposedly used someone who was unauthorized and brought in someone else to do the copy, uh, which I, I think is yeah. untrue even in itself. But Dallas made the copies himself, so I don't know how they're even pretending to run with the same story.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not really related, so... The situation in Mesa, you know, there's a dispute here between the law and what keeps happening, and you see it over and over again. So, so you know, under the Constitution, the state legislatures prescribe time, place, and manner of voting, and then so the way they prescribe that manner of voting under Colorado's Constitution is the uh, the legislature, the General Assembly, they are they are charged under the Constitution to uh, enact laws that secure the purity of elections, and that uh, safeguard the elected franchise. So that's the entire basis of their authority and their duty with respect to enacting legislation in Colorado statutes. So all of Title I, which is the only authority that Secretary of State Griswold has uh, with respect to elections, all of it comes directly from the General Assembly's responsibility to safeguard and secure the purity of elections and to safeguard the electoral franchise, and so so within that, she gets to uh, set rules and procedures that are in pursuit of those statutory requirements. But what she does over and over again is she uh, enacts procedures or under code under ACCR fifteen oh five one, where she's allowed to write rules for uh, for elections. What she has done is exceed her statutory authority and go outside of the legislative boundaries that have been drawn for her for to just do whatever she wants, right? And she makes these absurd claims. So a good case uh, in point is in Mesa. So uh, a county uh, clerk is the chief election official for that jurisdiction. That jurisdiction is not a subordinate jurisdiction to Secretary of State Griswoldt. She's in the executive branch, she's an administrator, she doesn't make law, and um, and so that county clerk, which is an elected officer, has certain responsibilities to coordinate with her, but they also have certain authorities. And among those authorities, if you look at the definitions within Title I, anybody essentially that the county clerk designates as uh, to do any part of her functions or his functions for election, is by default, by that designation, they are made into an election official. They don't have to be an employee of the county, but the way that the rules the Secretary of State put out are read uh, that people have to be employees and the Secretary of State basically has to approve them, they have to get a background check, essentially. So under the under the statute in Colorado, a county clerk could go out onto the sidewalk and pick a, you know, a hobo and say, You're gonna carry my ballot boxes for me. And as long as they agree, I mean they can't they can't make them a you know indentured servant, but as long as that person agrees either for pay that the funds appropriated by the county commissioners or or as a volunteer, then by that by that action the county clerk makes that person an election official. So this whole argument that that the county clerk had an unauthorized person in that in the uh, around the election equipment or whatever, it's not possible for the county clerk to have an unauthorized person if they ask that person to come in. The person's authorized by the county clerk, but what, what the secretary of state wants to do is be in control of over that so that she can say, Oh, these people can't come in, or these people can't come in. It's basically part of that same pattern that you see in uh, the 22 153 where the secretary of state with the help of the General Assembly, majority party is trying to consolidate power and control over our elections under her own office, which which is a bad idea in and of itself, even if she was competent and uh, honest, which she is not. She's quite obviously incompetent. I mean, she can't even follow her own rules. And she's constantly making statements and issuing information, which is factually incorrect. Um, I mean, her staff is making claims that are just absolutely, you know, contradicted by statute. So, so anyway, it's a dangerous situation. Uh, you know, Clerk Schroeder, just like uh, Clerk Kloss and Douglas and these uh, three county commissioners. Luckily, we've got some public servants in office, backbone, and they're standing up for our constitution. And uh, I mean, we'll see how it goes in the court. Hopefully, the judge listens to the evidence and makes decisions on the basis of evidence rather than uh, trying to dismiss things on administrative grounds, which is what the Secretary of State's Attorney General have pursued.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, my my hope is that given it is in Elbert County, uh, because I think it's at the Elbert County Courthouse, um, my hope is that it's going to be a different reaction instead of the kind of absolute nonsense that we've seen, I mean, you know, in in Denver Court, for for instance, in, in all the the times that we've been in there for, for Joe's lawsuit and some of these other court cases. My hope is that Elbert County, that, you know, their judiciary, particularly that judge is, is going to, as you said, act on the merits of fact and of law and uh, and not play this political charade that uh, that is allowing these these pieces of garbage to, to use lawfare against, you know, Americans who simply want to maintain the integrity of our country. Um, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going yeah, to... Yeah, that's my that's my prayer. Um, So I'm gonna real quick, I'm going to do an ad read real quick. Um, So uh, just reminding everyone that this podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network. If you live in a rural rural area, that's hard to reach by road, or you like to hike, spend a lot of time outdoors. uh, We want to all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency. Uh, Health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight. But with AirMedCare Network, you are covered for as little as eighty-five dollars a year. Not only you, but your entire household will be covered. It's cheaper if you're a senior. They have a little uh, a little tool on their website, AirMedCareNetwork.com, where you can look up your zip code. Uh, so, very simply, this is fire insurance. I know people who've had to have an air medical flight. It's very costly, and it can be if you ever do need to use it. Uh, you know, if the Antifa riots erupt again, uh, that's very possible. Uh, and we might see some, some violence if, you know, our Constitution is not allowed to, uh, you know, to be the law of the land once again. So make sure that you and your family are covered. Uh, it's very affordable and it protects you in worst case scenario. Uh, so for listeners of this show, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. You'll get up to $50 back in e gift card. Please don't use the Amazon version. May they go bankrupt and uh, all their Chinese Uh, you know, accounts, may they also flee for the hills in fear of the freedom that we still have in this country. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily promo code daily. Um, So on um, going back to this case, and first of all, I'd like to encourage anyone who is in that area, I would encourage you to show up, uh, see for yourself what actually happens in this case. I believe there's going to be a live stream. Um, I, don't, I don't know if, if, uh, if you're aware of that, Sean. I, I was told that there is going to be. So if there is, we're going to try and live stream uh, the footage from the courthouse. Uh, hopefully it'll be good enough, but we'll definitely be, uh, be covering that tonight. Um, but And I want to I get your take on this, too, because a lot of the excuses that we've heard uh, from Jenna Griswold and some of these, these technicalities that they claim to use to uh, say that, you know, this information is, uh, you know, shouldn't be released. And at this point, they're just trying to to use an excuse to get a hold of it so that it never sees the light of day. But, you know, what are all these, these ridiculous ideas that there's confidential voter information, uh, you know, in these copies? Uh, I, I've heard some weird ideas like there's stray marks in the, you know, on the ballots that potentially could identify voters and, I suppose there could be, I in a weird instance, I guess that could be true. But the way that I've heard it presented, they're they're basically telling the public that like voters are accidentally leaving their social security number on their ballots, and so we can't like <laughs> we can't have this information uh, copied. Yeah. So so first of all, there's
0: a there's an affidavit from the deputy secretary of state, Chris Beale. And I don't, you know, I don't know the man, so I don't know if he is an idiot or if he's a liar. Um, but I think it's one of those two because the claims that he makes—he makes some claims about like the ability to reconstruct every part of the voting system from the backup images. It's just absurd. You'd have to be. Just completely uh, illiterate technically to make the claims that he's making, which is entirely possible. I mean, he's an attorney; he's not, <laughs> you know, a cyber expert. Um, and then the, the other claims that he's making are the ones you're talking about, which is that these marks on the ballots are going to violate, you know, voters' privacy. So, in the first place, it is possible that voters have, you know, in contr in contrast. In contradiction to the instructions on the ballot and the couple of the ballot that voters have you know written their name and address or like drawn a picture of themselves or um you know created a sort of a craft stamp uh that represents their driver's license and then they stamped it all over the ballot
1: maybe they put, they put their fingerprint their like, in like in their own blood
0: yeah, yeah. There's all. I mean, there's. A, they they might have had a you know a portrait artist paint a portrait of them, <laughs> uh, like on a corner of the ballot, or maybe they've had like a, a digital representation of non fungible artwork that they then turn into a QR code and then imprint on it. All of these things are possible. All possible. But the thing that drives me for Yeah, all of them possible. None of them are plausible. And the thing that drives me crazy is that uh, Beal makes the claim in his statement that these are almost certainly present on the ballot. And, of course, he hasn't the slightest idea whether any of them are present or not. I doubt this guy has ever even been involved, uh, you know, in processing ballots. The only thing I've seen him involved in election-wise is that he was involved in the the dice roll video for the random seeds for uh, the risk limiting audit under uh, HCCR 15051. And he, he helped the Secretary of State do that wrong. They literally violated Colorado uh, Code of Regulations in the way that they did it. And then they provided video evidence of them doing it wrong. So um, so yeah, I don't have any confidence in that. So, so he's made this claim that he has no evidence for. But underneath that claim, there is an actual statutory responsibility for county clerks, before they make the ballots available for the public, there was a responsibility for them to redact um, any stray marks or information on the paper ballot in on the images of the paper ballots or on the paper ballots themselves, which could reveal uh, the identity of voters, which could reveal personally identifiable information. So, if that information was present, they would have to redact it before releasing it publicly. But then the second part of Beal's claim is that they're asserting that Clerk Schroeder, having given copies... So so let's back up for a second. Why did Clerk Schroeder give copies of the backup image to two different attorneys? He did it because the Secretary of State is lawless, because because she lied in Mesa County and caused uh, the Mesa County District Attorney and the Colorado uh, Bureau of Investigation to raid Clerk Feeder's office and to seize uh, data information in Mesa. Because of that, Clerk Schroeder made backup copies of the hard drive images and gave them to two different attorneys, one of whom he would not disclose the name of to the Secretary of State. And he said, I've got these under my control with these attorneys. Now, those those bags that they were in are, according to Clerk Schroeder, sealed with the same tamper detection seal, tamper evidence seals that the Secretary of State deems sufficient for the voting system <clears throat> to secure them against tampering or to detect tampering on them. So, Clerk Schroeder has made sure that these attorneys that are holding the hard drives for him are not able to access the hard drive without his knowledge. So he is still in control, which is what the federal law and the Department of Justice's interpretation requires. But the Secretary of State, the Deputy Secretary of State are claiming that because he's given these backup images which are on hard drives, which are then sealed in secured bags with tamper detection indicators, because clerk uh, schroeder has given these two attorneys the secretary of state and deputy secretary of state are claiming that he has made the ballot images that may or may not be on the hard drives publicly available without redacting that information it's it's like uh it's a you know those things that they have for uh, elderly people and short people that let them reach upper shelves to yeah. get down jars it's like a So it's like the Secretary of State has strung together about a hundred of those, and that's what they're using to reach for this argument.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to put it.
0: (laughs) I mean, like every overreach, it's like, yeah, it went, it went flying past overreach upside down and on fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, and then the, you know, SB 2153. If people aren't aware, and if you, you aren't aware of that bill, I know we, we've talked about it several times on the show. Uh, Ash, Ash in America has covered it. Uh, we, we've showcased some of the writing that she's done. Uh, if you guys aren't aware, you need to check out that bill and, and, and see what it does and understand that you know they, they are 100% intensifying their efforts to come and steal your voice and prevent any kind of accountability. But in in one big way, Oh, did we lose Sean? I think we might have lost Sean. Uh, but in a big way, uh, what what SB 22153, I think, in part, is actually doing is they are trying to prevent exactly what uh, is happening now, exactly why uh, these cases are, are being had right now, exactly why Jenna Griswold is now going after uh, Clerk Dallas Schroeder, in the same way that she went after uh, Clerk Tina Peters, why we're seeing the exact same persecution of these individuals is that they followed the law and they have the goods. They have information that 100% will expose absolute fraud, not, you know, debatable. There's an idea of fraud, yeah, but did it affect the election? They have log files in these Keep in mind, they're talking about personal identifiable, uh, person, personally identifiable information, uh, and it, it, as a smokescreen, as an excuse to withhold this information from actually being uh, investigated uh, and done done so honestly. And they're now trying to just use the same tricks to grab all this information so that no one uh, can have access to it but them, so that they can disappear it into a memory hole, uh, in the same way that the Ministry of Truth. That you know, Biden has just announced uh, is is going to uh, to do on you know in every other aspect of, of the internet, uh, you know, in regards to social media, they, their monopoly on information is their only real tool, because in the free market, they are forced to actually compete. They are in fo- they are forced to have an argument. They are forced to, uh, you know, to actually present ideas and debate them on their merit. And they are not able to do that because their ideas do not have any merit. And so this is what we are seeing. Just as Biden is rolling out the Ministry of Truth because they know that their ideas cannot compete in the free market of ideas. Uh, just as J- Jenna Griswold is rolling out this new bill because she is afraid of the information that clerks who simply following the law and doing their job would possess. Now they want to clamp it down. They want to essentially criminalize and limit any kind of accountability by these clerks uh, and essentially make them the sole gatekeepers of the information uh, that could expose fraud and make themselves the sole arbiters of accountability uh, regarding the election system and I I think we have you back Sean.
0: Yep I'm back.
1: He's back. We're going to put your your pretty eyes back on screen now. so yeah, so uh, I know I know you're uh, for the listeners. Sean is he's driving through uh, through God's country somewhere, uh, so uh, we lost him for a second. Uh, but uh, you know, you, you can give me your take on this, Sean. I know you came in a few seconds ago, but uh, essentially, what I, I think is it's really hap- it's really simple what we're seeing happening. Number one, these people know that they're caught. They know that we they know we see them. They know that uh, you know we know that they know that we know. And just like Biden he's just rolled out this, you know, he's announced this ministry of truth by this absolute disgrace of a human being. Uh, They are just trying to maintain their monopoly and consolidate their power to monopolize information and, you know, eliminate any gatekeepers uh, and, you know, anyone who could actually, uh, you know, bring in accountability into free speech, into our election system online. Uh, because that's all they have. Because they they don't have any real legs to stand on. All they have is the illusion of uh, you know the illusion of supremacy, the illusion of uh, of being the majority, and uh, that's what that's put really simply to boil it down. That that's all I think this is with these uh, you know these court cases against Tina against Dallas. They're simply trying to hide the information from the public using the same kind of garbage excuses that we've seen for two years. And these bills that they're trying to roll out are simply to eliminate the ability of clerks like this who follow the law and aren't sold out to them to do the same thing in the future.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. It's, it's interesting with the Secretary of State because she and the Attorney General keep claiming, you know, that, that there are all these illegal acts and criminal violations or possible criminal violations, and then she rolls out rules that prohibit what she's saying was previously criminal or previously a violation. So her own actions de facto prove that her claims that these acts were criminal or that they were violations. She has proven that her own claims were false by then trying to enact rules that prohibit what she previously said was, was prohibited. So, um, you know, and that's happened repeatedly, whether it's making the backup images, or whether it's having a a third party, which is the only place in Colorado. I mean, you can't, there is not enough expertise. There is no one in the Colorado or county government who has the expertise to do a forensic independent examination of voting system data and the log files to determine or even have a hope of determining what happened on the machine. And yet we can see even in the last Week, This report came out from the Election Assistance Commission where they acknowledged that in Williamson County, Tennessee, in November 2021, they had a problem where uh, they had the wrong software as their claim loaded on one of the ImageCast precinct scanning machines, and it just failed to count ballots that were run through it and never notified the operator. That could have happened in lots of jurisdictions, and they would have no idea. They never notified the public. And, and so it's, but you can see, even in that, even though they didn't use independent third parties, they used the voting system testing labs that can't be trusted. I mean, they're all, you know, they all have conflicts of interest. They're all corrupted. But, but even they had to admit that they looked at log files. Well, that's what we're talking about preserving, is the log files and the digital evidence that the Department of Justice has already acknowledged in its own documentation is part of the election record that must be preserved. And so so all the evidence is lined up on one side of this, and all the power is lined up on the other side of this, and that's what we're fighting against. But you quoted it perfectly. It makes me think of uh, of uh, Orwell in 1984 and the Ministry of Truth, but also of uh, Solzhenitsyn in the Gulag Archipelago, where he says, They are lying, and we know they are lying. They know that we know they are lying. We know
1: that they know we know they're lying, and yet they are lying. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's a perfect comparison, actually. It's, it's a perfect parallel because, I've, I mean, a lot of the, the listeners know, but it, it's not, if you just look at it honestly, it's not hard to understand. This is exactly the type of censorship, the type of doublethink, of, you know, intellectual, uh, you know, gaslighting. Uh, that, that we've seen in all these all these dystopian novels. This is straight out of you know Stalinist Russia, Nazi Germany uh, it's like play by play. it's like if you if you were calling a football play and everyone moved at the right spot the right time it's the exact same thing with with what they're doing I mean it's right on schedule uh,
0: or- Orwell had to write it as fiction because he was in England and England wasn't totalitarian. Solzhenitsyn was able to write it as fact because he was living through it. And it's, I mean, it doesn't have to be leftist authoritarian. You could have a far-right authoritarian, but the truth is that you know, Marxism and communism, those lead you know, along with the fascism. It's it's been a fascinating uh, hypocritical uh, you know, illustration that all the claims of fascism have come from the left and all the conduct of fascism fascism where the government is cooperating and in, you know, collegial environment with corporations to suppress individual liberties, to control information. All I can think of is like when you see Mayorkas in a hearing sit down and tell Congress that the southern border is secure, he's like the Baghdad Bob, right? I mean, he's got tanks. He's got U.S. tanks rolling by behind him, and he's claiming there are no U.S. forces in inside Baghdad. Like we know, the southern border is not secure. That cat's already out of the bag, but they just keep lying.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and you know, well, so perfect example. The uh, the the little witch that Biden is, uh, you know, has <laughs> said is going to leave the the disinformation bureau. I mean, like this is so oh, yeah, yeah. this this woman is denying the Hunter Biden laptop. Like she is nothing but yep. establishment garbage there to, uh, you know, to maintain the narrative that the Biden administration wants everyone to swallow. It's 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 so plain to see. Um, but you know, I I think I I honestly think that this is regardless of the outcome of this you know this hearing today, and I'm sure there's going to be. i I don't think it's gonna be over today I, i know this i think this is just the first uh you know the first date that they have um but again i hope that elbert county that this you know this judge does have a moral compass and does hold the the values of of our nation above the interests of the you know the secretary of state and of the political party here in here in colorado but Again I, I encourage everyone to show up to this if you are in the area because uh, it's important that you actually get off the couch that you know we talked about the cave yesterday turn away from the shadows dancing on the wall from the television look into your own community um, we're, we're very very close to the point where people just say I'm done with it um, and I have a lot of hope for that because there are many more people than they wish you to believe who see through this garbage and and Sean, I don't think that we would be seeing this level of of pushback and of obvious, you know, uh, you know, just thievery and political warfare if they didn't know that they were in big trouble.
0: I think that's right. Yeah, the co- the cover up is always worse than the crime, and they're presently engaged in trying to cover things up. I mean, we talk to people. Through USCIP and through Cause of America, we talk to people all over the country, and there are citizens that are working together to get to the truth all over the United States, and they're figuring out. you know We've been disengaged from our own government, partly as a matter of sort of, I don't want to say um, selfishness, it's been more that we've focused on our own uh, business and affairs, And we've trusted that the government would continue as a constitutional republic, and the truth is it hasn't. People who wanted power got in it, and they've started bending uh, the government to their will and breaking things so that it's infringed on our rights. And you can see the product of that in everything from inflation to to the disaster at the southern border, to the disaster in Afghanistan, to the escalation in Russia and Ukraine, the very fact that Putin thought it'd be a good idea to go do that. All of this is a direct function and outcome of the illicit gain of power and the illicit abuse of, of offices, you know, not for the public good. So so we allowed that to happen by our inaction. And we can, by the same token, we can stop it by being re-engaged. So you're exactly right. I hope anybody who's listening who's within, you know, an hour or two of, uh, and I know some people who are driving from a couple hours away, I I hope anybody who's listening and is able to break away will go sit in that courtroom and, and watch the David of John Case and Dallas Schroeder hammer away at the Goliath of the Secretary of State and the Attorney General and all the state power that has been You know illegitimately accrued behind that cause this this is i mean that's a fight for all of us that's taking place in that courtroom
1: today absolutely and i love that you use the term david and goliath because that that comparison and that dynamic is is everywhere right now tina peters versus Judge griswold and the political establishment is a david versus goliath uh you know just as we're seeing with dallas schroeder against the same people a, Del- a, a david and goliath fight joe in his battle right now with uh you know with the coomer establishment and all the the rhinos here a, a in colorado and those all over the country the mainstream media who have been attacking viciously people like him people like you uh you know vicky tonkins and ron hanks and several other people this these are all de- david and goliath fights and i want everyone to understand that every single one of you right now is the david because the Goliath right now is this, whatever we want to call it—the deep state, the cabal, the establishment—it uh, doesn't really matter. The mainstream media is waging a war against you, and it is the Goliath, and you are the David. The establishment here, the you know network of uh, of political insurgents all over this country, going from uh, the federal level down to the state, uh, and even into your local counties and city city governments and your school boards—those are David and Goliath fights, but now is simply time that you realize that it doesn't matter that you are the David because David wins and we have God on our side. And imagine if every single David stood up at the same time and stood next to each other, because in the end, I think we're all really fighting the same Goliath. So, you know, we have a million Davids fighting, you know, fighting this, you know, conceptual, this giant Goliath that we, that we see in the, the, the evil that has permeated our society and has taken over our our government institutions and our intelligence agencies, uh, we, we're going to win, and we're going to win very quickly. Uh, but but please see for yourself. Go go to the courthouse. Sean just said if you're within an hour, I agree with that. Drive down there, show up. I don't care if there's not room for you. Be there. That is the that is the point uh, that we fail at most of the time is that we do not get on our own two feet and show up uh, and see for ourselves. Witness for yourself. Don't don't accept the mainstream media. Don't accept what you hear on the news. Don't accept this garbage coming from uh, you know pieces of garbage like Heidi Beetle and the Colorado Times Recorder and some of these you know and Channel 9 News uh, with Cl- with Kyle Clark. Don't accept the reality that they're they're presenting it to you. Show up, witness reality for yourself, and be a player in it. There, there This is a this is a war, and there are no spectators. You you need to get on the field. Uh, because the, the field is the entire world. It is your community. Uh, it's time to play your part. Be the, the main character in your own movie. Uh, because that's all it takes. That's all we need to win. God puts you here to be the main character and to, to play your part. So for everyone involved, for yourself, for children that we, di- we will never know, uh, for the sake of our republic, just play your part and show up and, and bear witness for your own sake. Um Amen. Well, Sean, I, uh, I know you're driving. Uh, I thank you for joining us. Uh, we're almost at an hour, uh, so I just want to give you, um, I wanna give you a, a minute or two. I, kn- I know you've got useip.org, but uh, tell people where to find you, and um, if, you have, if you have thoughts on the case that's going on today or just where we are in general, I know you are doing tireless work uh, in, in ways that a lot of people don't see and you are highly qualified to do it so i'll i'll give the floor over to you for a couple minutes um and you know tell people where we're at uh you know what what you think is most important for the everyday person who who is watching at home what do they need to do and uh and what what do you think we we expect because i expect a lot a lot to come out with with durham with uh you know further things from the gableman report and so many other uh, states all across the country. I think there's a lot of hope to be had. Uh, so, what are your thoughts, Sean?
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. So, I, everywhere we go, whether it's Wisconsin or Florida or Georgia or Texas or or uh, up here in Nebraska or uh, you know, New Hampshire, it's the same. Uh, it's citizens that are standing up that have realized, okay, we let we let our government freewheel too long. You know, the other side has been and I don't want to make it about conservative or non conservative. Uh, you know, there have always been a spectrum of different beliefs, and there's room for those different ideas to compete and to see which is the most effective at delivering uh, the greater good, you know, in terms of, uh, of prosperity and freedom for our citizens. Uh, but what we are seeing, what we have what we are seeing now is the result of a couple decades at least, and really uh, five decades or so of planning and action by uh, by hard leftists, extremists, really that are trying to change our government and our form of government, and to strip uh, our citizens of liberty. And we see all of the all of the fruit of that long process. We are now seeing, and it's waking people up. So the the downside is it's making it a hard time. The upside is it's waking us, it's it's woken us up from our slumber, and uh, people who are likely to see their duty as citizens are seeing it now, and they are assembling together. and And what I would say is uh, there's room for everybody to help with that. You may not think you can do something, but you can. It might be something small, but you never know when something ball is going to be, you know, the nail in the horseshoe that saves the horse, that saves the rider, that carries the message. So, so don't be afraid because you don't think you have a lot of resources or skills to bring. Don't be afraid to get involved. Sometimes it's just being there to lend your moral support. Sometimes it's bearing witness so that you can counter the false representation. Sometimes it's contributing a skill or uh, or if you've got money and want to help out, like in the case. So. The legal expenses for that case that's happening today are being paid out of uh, uh, Dorchester Heights Society, and you can see that on Gibson Go. And certainly there are many other worthy legal fights. You can go up on usdip.org or causeforamerica.org. Uh, Joe has his own legal fight that he's waging if he's been targeted for speaking the truth. So all around us there are people who are standing up, and, and in truth, you know, one righteous man or woman is an army themselves, but also in truth, the burden on each of them is harder when we don't stand with those uh, righteous people, including righteous public servants, and we have some. So I think you've got it exactly right. Uh, it's, there's never been a better time to turn off uh, Amazon and uh, uh, Netflix and uh, instead to show up, meet with your neighbors meet with your public officials and take action to restore our country to the citizen control that the framers envisioned and that they left for us, that they left the structure for us with. So, uh, you know, I uh, I have the advantage of being kind of undeterrable and uh, relentless. It, not everybody enjoys that, but in this particular fight, it turns out to be useful. And so uh, I welcome everybody to show up and make whatever contribution they can and and one of you you never know when one of you may be the person who is the catalyst or the person who pushes everything over the edge so so i look forward to it i mean we really don't have a choice if we're going to honor uh, the legacy of liberty that we've been left with so so thanks again for it for having me on and thanks for covering these kind of topics as all
1: no it's it's always a pleasure sean uh I I pray that you, uh, you have safe travels. I know you'll be driving for a while, uh, but thank you for all the work that you're doing. Thank you for being undeterrable. Thank you for being uh, a Patriot in the truest sense. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Sean, he's, he's actually really funny too. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, to know you and I'm grateful that you're on our side and I'm, I'm happy to call you a friend. Uh, so I appreciate you coming on and, and spending your time with us and giving us your insights. Uh but God bless you Sean. And uh yeah we'll we'll be covering the rest of this stuff too. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. God bless you. (coughs) Excuse me. So Sean Smith, everybody. Um truly uh one of one of my favorite people. He is uh he's kind of a quiet dude, but he is extremely authentic. He's uh he's in this fight truly for the right reasons. And he he is under terrible, uh, you know. And it's it's people like him, like Joe, uh, you know, Mike Lindell, and so m- so many others, who are in their own way leading the charge. But they are they are you know simply one person, and they are David's in their own right, as are you. Uh, and I, I thank Sean for the words that he just he just shared with us. It doesn't matter if you have a million dollars to to throw at this fight. It doesn't matter. Uh, You know, if you are a a cyber expert or anything like that, it is simply enough to be yourself, to be authentic, to act in faith and to be the arbiter of your own reality, to be someone who chooses to seek out truth, who chooses to speak it unapologetically, who chooses not to stand by and witness uh, things that you don't agree with without saying anything or walk away, uh, you know, from a fight just because uh, you know, someone somewhere says that, you know, you're wrong if you, if you choose to take it up. Uh, we, we all are infinitely more powerful than, than we understand, than we comprehend. And uh, there are more of us. We, we are winning this. It does not feel like it all the times. And especially with a lot of the information about, you know, the, the state of our economy, uh, the uh, unbelievable amount of money that we are being ripped off uh of every single day the money that's being sent over to ukraine and to these you know foreign nations to you know enrich their lackeys and fuel conflicts that do not serve the people here nor the people there uh it it, it can be disheartening and the messaging that you see if you do follow the shadows on the wall if you do uh, get your uh your impression of what reality is for you from the mainstream media that we're all going to own nothing and be happy and uh, you know we'll, we'll need a, a new booster shot every third week and we'll be happy and blessed if they allow us to go outdoors. Uh, th- that, that's not truly reality. It, the, the, the biggest fault that we've all had is we have failed to truly bear witness to our own lives and we have failed to act in the strength that we do have. Um, so that's it. We, we are out of time. Uh, again, blessings to you, Sean. Uh, before we close out, I do want to remem- remind everyone that we do have another awesome sponsor, which is Liberty Cigars. Uh, the f- The owner of Liberty Cigars is named John Adams. That is actually his name. He is actually a descendant of, uh, of John Adams, uh, one of actually the founders of our nation featured in this early Republic series that they released uh, in honor of President's Day. It includes a George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams Cigar. Uh, So for listeners of the show, you can go to libertycigars.com, use the promo code LIBERTY, and you will get a discount equivalent to 17.76%. I repeat, 17.76%. That's a fantastic number, and I don't believe that it is random. Uh, And I think it's also phenomenal. I would like to see 17.76%. Uh, a lot more places, and uh, I think it's a it's a fantastic amount for a discount. But these are great cigars. The boxes are made uh, in America. Uh, it's, you get like a history lesson in every one of these series. Uh, John Adams is an amazing man. He, if you see his office, it, you feel like you're sitting in the uh, in the office of a founder of this nation. So, again, that's libertycigars.com, uh, promo code LIBERTY, and you'll get 17.76% off. Uh, I will also remind everyone that Our memberships are live, and we want to thank you for being a listener uh, of the Conservative Daily podcast. As we pursue truth, as we fight for all of our liberties, we promise to you that we will continue to search for and provide the most accurate information to analyze it so that we can better our nation, we can empower you with information to to inspire you to take action, to be the witness of your own life, and to be part of the change that is taking back our, our nation. So now at Conservative Daily, you have the option to become a member with us. Uh, If you go to our uh, plans and pricing page, which you can find at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become an advocate, defender, patriot, uh, a super patriot, or a founder. Each one of these membership options varies in the access and the discounts you get to the fax blasts that we send daily. Uh, You get monthly savings and then extra content, which we are producing as we speak. You also are going to get some backstage time with the hosts of Conservative Daily. So with Joe, myself, uh, with Jake, uh, and others that we have on the show. So for just $10 a month, you could start for the advocate membership. Uh, The founder is $500. That's going to include some some in-person events that we're going to have a couple times a year uh, where we all get to sit down and have dinner. Uh, But as Conservative Daily members who become members, uh, you will not only be part of a brave community fighting for each other. But you also get to provide some valuable input and be a voice of change in your community. That is what God put us all here to do. So I encourage you to all do that. Um, so thank you for all of those who have already signed up. God bless you. We thank you. We're working hard to bring out some amazing uh, new stuff for you. Uh, so go over there. Help us out. Help us grow. And if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Telegram. We are there at Conservative Daily. Joe is there at Joe Oltman. We're also on Truth Social. Um, Joe is at Joe Oldman again, and again that is not Joel, but Joe J O E O L T M A N N. We're there at Conservative Daily, as we are uh, pretty much everywhere else. We go live on Conservative-Daily.com. Uh, that's our site, the same site where you can find Joe's Depot uh, and become a member. Uh, we also go live on Rumble, D Live, CloudHub and on frank speech on frank speech will be there live tonight at 4 p.m mountain time 6 p.m eastern monday through friday we are there on lindell tv too uh, if you're on rumble right now please hit the rumble button uh show sean smith some love uh we don't have nearly enough uh rumbles for for sean right now uh he is truly a patriot and he he brought some some amazing words and some information today. So smash the rumble button, help us climb up, help m- more people see this message so that we can wake up more Americans. If you want to listen on the audio edition, we've got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and a plethora of other podcasting platforms that I wasn't even aware of existed. Uh, but we are uh, we have realized that we are now on all of these other platforms. So if you like the audio edition, please go over there, uh, especially on Apple. Uh, because that helps us, uh, you know, show some rankings. that's where a lot of our sponsors, uh, you know, like to pull information from. Go give us a five-star review. We are tireless in trying to level up the work that we do here and give you the best information uh, and be able to inspire you, connect you uh, to your community, to faith, and, you know, you know make you an effective warrior in restoring the amazing republic, the greatest experiment that this world has ever seen. Um, share this episode, you know, be an ambassador for truth. Uh, you share the rumble, share our conservative-daily dash Daily site and the, the episodes from there, share the audio editions. Um, you, are, you are as big a part of this as we are, and we are here because of all of you, uh, and we continue to be here because of you, so thank you. Uh, if you want a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. And we will send you a text when we're going to go live so you don't miss any of the awesome stuff that you know that we, we show you, any of the amazing guests that we have on the show. Uh, but that's it for today. So real quickly, we're going to pray before we sign off. Uh, so Father God, thank you. Thank you for patriots like Sean Smith. Thank you for clerks like Dallas Schroeder, like Tina Peters, and so many all over the country. Thank you for the patriots who have been leading this charge. Thank you for the work that they are doing burdening the massive weight of this battle that we are all that we are all in that we are all a part of give us courage allow us to truthfully and honestly and humbly bear witness to the events that we see day in and day out allow us to see these things through your lens through a lens of honesty through a a lens of compassion through a lens that allows us to move forward And speak every day in courage, pursuing nothing but your plan, but the restoration of our republic. Give us strength that we may continue to do this. Connect us with more patriots. Rise up. Raise up other patriots just like Sean. Blossom them into the lions that they are at heart. Maybe that they have been afraid to step into. But allow them to see the path. Allow them to see that they are the David against the Goliath, and they, with the, the stones that they are given in this life, they may be instrumental in winning this battle of good and evil. We thank you for all the blessings that we have day in and day out, for the food that we have in our stomach, for the sunshine that we feel in our faces, for the love and compassion that we feel from our family members, for those who we get to spend time with, who love and care for us. We ask that you allow us to advance our, our battle, that we may see our country restored that these people who have sold out our country who have sold out our children who continue to to give away our money to steal from us we pray that they may receive blessings we pray pray that they may have their heart, hearts hearts open we play that pray that the judge in in kiowa in elbert county today that he has his heart steered by you that he will act in accordance with law based on the facts that he will refuse to be a part or a subject to this political game that has allowed this nonsense to continue and has allowed our country to fall to the depths that it has. Deliver us from this evil. That is all that we ask, and show us how we may play our part, how we may be an instrument in your plan. In Jesus' name. We are we're done for this morning. We'll see you tonight, 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll be on Lindell TV 2, uh, as well as... Uh, all of our other platforms: conservativedaily.com, Rumble, DLive. Um, God bless America. I look forward to the continued work that we all get to do together. I look forward to the information that I know and that we all get to look forward to coming from Durham, coming from those fighting the election integrity efforts all over the country. Uh, I, I believe accountability is is on the precipice. I believe that we are just at the door. Uh, to to freedom, to truth, and I'm honored to be here with all of you to witness it and to play a part. So until tomorrow, or I'm sorry, until tonight, uh, be well, enjoy your time with your family, pray, seek truth, and we'll see you tonight. God bless you all. God bless America.